welcome to the Doubled Up Podcast, the weekly podcast talking all things trainers, sneakers, kicks, creps, whatever you call them, wherever you are in the world. I'm Matt and with me as he is every single week is Scott. Scott, how you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm still here. I mean, that's a start. I'm not, I haven't kind of descended into insanity just yet. I'll tell you what I'm aching though. First physio... First physiotherapy session yesterday. Oh, really? Killer. Mate. Um, I, I told them there and then. And if there's any physiotherapies, ther- physiotherapists listening, you're all sadists. Like, you're evil people. <laughs> um, and this that might be why I'm in pain, because I told my physiotherapist at the time that he was a sadist, so he might have put in the extra work for me. But these people, evil, evil people. Right, the lesson learned here, kids, is don't insult someone um, about their career. <laughs> when you're about to have them help you um they are pretty, though you, you you might you might have touched a nerve mate and he thought he'd kind of give you some unnecessary he's probably sat in his staff room afterwards like i got this knob to do these exercises that i shouldn't have even got him to do like i'm just here to give him some pain because he said i was a sadist but yeah, uh I'm, I'm glad i'm glad to hear the weekly update i feel as if until like you're fully back to to full health we need like a weekly podcast how's your knee going <laughs> kind of little update so you seem you seem a bit more chipper this time. Last time you were like, I'm in pain, I need more drugs. And this time you're kind of like, yeah, I'm fine. It, I mean, it's because I've, I've kind of been able to leave the house. I mean, you called me an old man because I've been going down, going down to my local garden centre to have a cup of coffee while I'm hobbling around on my sticks. But I just need to leave the house and actually wear some shoes that I've bought because I haven't had the opportunity to yet. But um, yeah, not bad. Although the wedding that I had last weekend, that was a mistake. That was uh, the alcohol helped at the time. Um, the and next day, not so the, much. Oh, the next day I was in absolute agony. But um, the shapes that I was busting on the dance floor, I would have lost my blue badge. Let's put it that way. Um, but it's Jesus Christ. honestly, it is. Yeah, alcohol does wondrous things. That's what I've discovered. Oh dear. Well, there's there's another life lesson, kids. Don't insult people before you uh, ask for their help at work. And alcohol cures all problems. Um, on that bombshell, we should probably roll on to uh, introducing our guest Scott, rather than uh, giving any sort of dodgy life lessons out to to any youngsters uh, listening. Um, but anyway, Scott, our guest this week. I don't even know why I'm doing an introduction. To be honest, because this person doesn't actually need an introduction of any sort. There are a lot of people out there that cl- uh, claim to be OGs in the sneaker game, but this man here is a dot OG. Um, his unique spin on sneaker design has basically been seen everywhere at this point across social media and things like this. Like if you've been on Instagram in the last six months, you have seen this person's designs a million times already. Um, you know him as at Lorenz OG, founder of Studio G on Instagram. We know him as Lorenzo. Lorenzo, welcome back to the podcast, mate. Nah, thanks for having me. And I appreciate the uh, beautiful introdu- introduction again. Oh, I, I try, I try. I, I, I needed. To I think act- it was even better this time. Well, even that's better. what I mean. Like, you obviously were a guest with us like fairly early on in the podcast. Like, I had to like go back yeah. and listen to the intro and think, like, yeah. well, how, am, how am I going to pitch this one? Because yeah. they're, they're normally... 
Oh, yeah, exactly. They're, they're you're only probably... as good. You're only as good as your last intro. Oh, don't tell me that. Like, I'm hoping <laughs> this isn't. Uh, we've we've almost made it a year, mate. This is episode 49. I'm hoping this isn't my last intro. Like, don't jinx it or say like take it back. Get some salt. Put it over your shoulder or something. Like, let's 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 move on from that. But uh, how been? How you been doing, mate? Like, since the last time you came on the show, you have been blowing up. Like your work. I know I said it there in the intro, but your work has been everywhere. Crazy. How's everything been since last time? Yeah, it's been it's been like a, a journey, really. Like there's been obviously like lots of highs, there's been lows, like there's been stresses. I'm I've I've got a lot busier uh, and not not just in like doing the customs or well, not I shouldn't really call them customs, should I? Um, but <laughs> the samples, yeah, the samples, your yeah, work, your the work, yeah, the yeah. work is so like. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been crazy how kind of social media can elevate you and like Mm -hmm. things just lead to like one thing just leads to another thing which leads to another thing and then suddenly like you're doing stuff you never really like believed was even possible um but yeah it's been crazy um and yeah i'm loving it really like living the dream um yeah but it doesn't it almost doesn't really feel real but yeah it's great well, your, great. Your, your kind of like story is almost like it really shows the positive of social media because like so many people are here to like bash social media and say how like social media can be a negative place, like people like ripping into people and like t- trying to tear each other down. Yeah. Like your yeah. story is almost like the complete opposite. Like you obviously, y- yeah. you, you came on the podcast like back in like February, March time and like you were starting to kind of pick up in regards to your name being put out there on social media and things like this and then since that last time I think there was a moment and obviously you shouldn't base success on followers but I'm pretty sure like at one point when you first came on the podcast your page had like three or four thousand followers you've now got like Probably, 20 you've now got less, like yeah, yeah I was gonna say it was quite a small following when you first yeah, came on yeah. you're now on like 20,000 plus followers you are reposted regularly from sneaker freaker like hidden yeah. like and that's all through the positivity of social media, yeah. like these brands yeah. and these people like reposting you. So it's uh, it, it's cool to, it's been amazing for us to have seen you kind of like really shine over the last like however many months since you were last on the podcast, mate. So it's been a, it's been a cool story to follow. Yeah, well, like, one thing I'd say about social media as well is like, it's now like all part of our lives. And yeah. like, there are so many negatives about it, like so many, like even doing what I do, but you have to like, well, the way I kind of saw it was like, I have to use social media. Like I can't let social media use me, if that makes sense. Like oh, I need to, yeah, if I'm going to be on social media, it needs to be almost for work purposes. Um, because otherwise I kind of just felt like I was wasting my time even being on there. Um, but yeah, it, it's crazy how, how you can, it's crazy as well. The perception uh, people have of you from when you have, 2000 followers and you're putting out work compared to when you've got 20,000 because I could put the same stuff out but the perception is different so Mm. it's almost once you start getting a bit more recognition it's then even easier to keep on yeah so it's like the the hardest part is the first maybe 5,000 followers I'd say yeah yeah 
I mean, that's people a... don't necessarily take you too seriously. Yeah, it, it, like I said, I know you, you shouldn't obviously judge people based on their following, but it is that kind of perception of like, oh, they've only got X it amount is. of followers, yeah, and therefore, like, perception. oh, they're they're clearly not serious because they've only got X of a following. Like, but then, course, you, like yeah. I said, you you chat to people and you hear like what they're all about and their story and things like this, and it's like not even it's not justified whatsoever. But um, yeah, no, like I said, we, we we're just happy to have you back on, mate. We're happy that you reached out and was like, happy right, to mate, be back. lads, we need another podcast. So yeah, yeah. On that point, like some of the people that we've had on the podcast, I mean, I'm looking, thinking about like last week's guest, Raj, NCAPs, I'm thinking like Akram, all these creatives that we've had on, their followings are by no means hundreds of thousands of people, but the stuff they're making is phenomenal. And all it takes is that one, one person, like right place, right time. And then once it starts picking up, if, if you, what you're doing is, you know, of a high quality and you believe in what you're doing, it'll, it'll come. And you are proof of, of that. Um, yeah. And, you know. and, and the following doesn't even really matter too much because even when I had 3000 followers, I was still able to do the same sort of things yeah. and, and the people in the know were recognizing. So it, it's like, that perception, can, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. From, from a, can, from a, say from a consumer but from like somebody who just goes on social media if we're kind of almost it's almost built into us that we see somebody with a hundred thousand followers oh they must be doing something amazing when actually yeah. it's yeah. not always the case oh, nah not at all not at all often you see these bigger accounts with with a big following but they're not really getting much engagement they're not really we were we were having this chat before the before we hit record. Yeah. We were saying about how like yeah. some like I said some some accounts have huge followings, but they don't have the the kind of it, 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 without using a better word or having a better word like almost a plastic following where the numbers are there, but they're not really there yeah. to support you. And you yeah. have people yeah. that are small following, but they rock with you hard. Yeah. So like yeah. for you, like we sit whenever you guys whenever you kind of like post something new, there's always people that are constantly showing you love, which is which is really yeah. really good. And and that's yeah. the important thing, having a, a core kind of a following and, and and kind of rather than trying to chase the numbers, chase the meaning behind the following is basically definitely and and like who the followers are as well. Like, yes. For me, it was always about. I want sneakerheads to to appreciate yeah. my work. I want sneakerheads to want my work and to follow me. Um, it's not that I don't want other people. Who, I'm not saying I don't want you to follow me if you're not a sneakerhead. But <laughs> if you like, don't if you don't tick these criteria, if, then please unfollow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like to have people who love sneakers yeah, love yeah. my work means so much because at the end of the day, I'm a sneakerhead as well. So I know like if those people rate my work then it must be it must be good must so be good. well yeah. i mean that, that that probably leads me on nicely to kind of move on to what we, we we're going to do for the first part of this podcast um we, we later on we're going to go through our usual kind of segments and talk about the news and upcoming releases and, and all that jazz but we were on a call the other day and you said that you wanted to we kind of said like what, what do you want to chat about like you've you've done the podcast already we've heard about your sneaker history things like this like what do you want to chat about this time and you came up with the idea and said i want to answer questions that people want to know from me like i want to and you yeah. said like why don't we do a q and a so earlier on in the week we put up a q and a on our instagram and got people to basically submit questions for us to to kind of ask you so what we're going to do is just basically go through like what what those questions were like thank you to so many people 
um, that submitted questions. Um, there were a few kind of like repeat questions. So for that reason, I'm not going to kind of like normally when we do Q&As, I shout out the people after every single question, but we had a few repeats. So I just want to kind of do a little bit of a, a, a bulk shout out that we had like some familiar faces um, submit questions, the likes of your, your Total Souls, the likes of um, Aaron Shima, the likes of Tidy Tidy, um, these kind of people that submit questions on a regular basis. Uh, DJ Do One that opened up the can of worms last time we did a uh, Q and A. Um, but then we've also had some. He, we've also, he doesn't even realise how big oh, Jesus uh, Christ. deal D- he caused with his question. DJ Do One, if you're listening to this right now, you you almost caused <laughs> me and Scott to have a divorce last time. Trust me, but. Uh, <laughs> We also had some new people that were submitting questions as well. Nonchalant, we had uh, Yukubu uh, dot underscore, which I do believe is a, a, a mate of, of yours. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nat, both of them. Yeah. Nonchalant, uh, he got uh, the he. I literally just saw him and I gave him the uh, the first sample of the uh, off white uh, raisins. Oh, he owns he owns the first sample. Yeah, he's, a, luck, he's a lucky answer. boy. Yeah, I was lucky say, very lucky a, boy. Very very lucky boy. But yeah, like there was a, a load of people. There was a Crep Bizzle. We've got Noah Shaw. Like there's a load of people that submitted questions that you might be listening here. So just thank you very much for all of you guys. But like I said, you, you, a lot of people ask similar kind of questions. So I've kind of merged them into one. Yeah. But uh, there was a few people, Lorenzo, that were, were basically asking kind of like, where did everything start for you? So I thought, I know during our last episodes, um, you went through like your full sneaker history and your background, yeah. what got you into your kind of sneaker design. So if anyone wants the, the more detailed explanation, go back and listen to that last episode. Yeah. Um, but let's let, let's give the people like a little bit of a rundown. So Lorenzo, give us a little bit of a background on kind of you and what you do and kind of what your work is just to kind of introduce this segment. Yeah, I always find it difficult to define what I do. Like I've still feel a bit fraudulent calling myself a, a designer um but like i'm a i'm a sneakerhead from london who i now uh do color design um which for, for my work is defined by like practical color design so i hand dye footwear um and i've uh created um a distinct style uh using color gradients and fades um which is kind of loosely inspired by like my love of like og air max and it all kind of ties in my whole kind of brand which is myself kind of all ties into kind of og sneakers and uh yeah the 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 feeling of having something unique uh is what got me into wearing shoes so i try and recreate that in a time like now where sneakers is so oversaturated and there's a hype release coming out every week, I try and freshen things up. Basically, that's what I do. I mean, for someone that says you find it difficult to define what you do, I think that was a pretty good <laughs> definition. Pretty you, yeah, you I can't right, lie. That's, you did all right. That's probably the best. That's probably the best I've ever done. <laughs> right, anyone I'm else? Glad, I'm glad. It's we'll, we'll get it. We'll get it typed up for you, so you can yeah, just kind yeah, of recite yeah, yeah. it next time. Yeah, yeah perfect. We'll perfect. send. We'll send you the transcript after we've uh, put the episode out. Don't worry. But um, but so, and, and I love the fact that you said there, like all of the work that you do is kind of inspired by that kind of like old school um, kind of sneaker enthusiasm and, and, and kind of yeah. chatting with you you're by all means not a, a, an old man by any means no. but you've been into this for like a while now. yes, um, yes. and i'm young but i've I've been around the block in, in sneakers yeah I, like, like i won't i won't ever obviously like the second you start mentioning the word og people are ready to be like yo you like you can't <laughs> call yourself an og which is uh, a rule of thumb but 
I've uh, I've always thought that like OGness is more of a mentality than just someone who's 40 and has been into sneakers since they were 15. I think it's more of a, a mentality of appreciating the details and the 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 OGness of of sneakers really like what what it used to be about um and uh less so about the hype um yeah yeah no I I completely get it what I was going to move on is you saying there like that 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 idea of wanting something that's different and I think that's some of the things that like if you really think all these people that are into shoes now like if you really draw upon where that kind of came from uh, for yeah. a lot of people is that idea that maybe they went to yeah. school and they wanted a different pair of trainers than their mates or like it's that yeah, idea of, of having something different and you can obviously yeah. do that through your expression of work yeah yeah literally because when well before like the so-called i mean i guess there's always been some hype around sneakers yeah, yeah, even yeah. in even in even in the 80s and 90s but when i was getting into sneakers as a as a young teenager in about 2013 what I had on my feet was was a way of expression it wasn't a it wasn't even it was kind of a flex but a flex of style not a flex of money it was never a flex of money or or like I've got this you can't have it it's more of like I've got this and you don't even know what it is Mm. it's more of a Flex, it's, it's that like a brain flex, flex rather than a wallet yeah (laughs) yeah whereas whereas now sneakers are such a um they're they're so valuable and they, and they hold so much weight that almost anyone wants to be in it just like just to kind of show that they've got money sometimes and I think that's when it starts to lose its like once you take the passion out of sneakers sneakers are just objects they're meaningless really well they, um, they, they become they become like the next best ferrari or lamborghini or something yeah, you know what i mean like yeah. there was like for there, there, there's there's obviously been lo- this happens all the time it's like buying expensive watches like some people are really into their watches and they yeah. can tell you everything about it and they can tell yeah. you about like serial numbers of watches and stuff like this like other people they know everything about cars but for other people, it's like if I rock up with a Roly or a Ferrari, like that's me saying that I've got money. And it's, it's, yeah. now, it's now the yeah. same. Like you rock up yeah. to somewhere wearing the latest pair of Travis Scott's and you're like, oh, yeah, I bought these off StockX. Yeah. That person now knows, OK, you've dropped at least yeah. a brand on those shoes. Like it's, yeah. it's, it is I mean, a, a wallet flex. The one the one thing like and you kind of said earlier about like being bringing something different. And I mean, you said about like an OG mentality. I feel like that's where now you are appealing to sneakerheads because we've, we've touched on it before where, but like I said, back when we were started out, you know, everybody was wearing different things. If you were in school, you had to have a different pair of shoes to the person next to you. Like nobody was wearing the same stuff because yeah, you yeah. wanted to show off, but now it's different. You know, if you go into schools, everybody's wearing the same stuff. You go to an offspring pickup, everybody's wearing the same stuff because th- that's just what it is. But the same. it inherently, we still want something that's different to everybody else. Um, and, you know, we're thinking about events coming up and we're like, well, what are we going to wear? Well, we want to wear this, but is it, are people going to be wearing that? And where, yeah. you're, where you've come in now, your stuff stands out in a world where arguably things don't as much anymore. Um, yeah. Like the design and just the, even the models you're using. Um is it's they're almost like what almost what you would deem as kind of like OG models in terms of like say the ninety five, um, which doesn't get as much love as it as it used to, and you are now 
almost breathing new life into these models and making them making them hyped yeah and like i think what you said at the start about um how like people kind of almost want to be the same i think it's difficult if you're in an environment like school where everyone is getting this the same pair of shoes then there's almost a fear to be different oh, because 100%. if you, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. pull up in these everyone's going to laugh at you because like, at school like you could get laughed about for anything like oh, it doesn't even ruthless. have to make sense it doesn't have to make sense but like if there's enough people like against you like you can you can yeah you can have the piss taken out of you but so like i even remember in like i think like year 10 uh i got a pair of harachis uh me and my like two other friends who were into sneakers got a pair and we went to like on the non-school uniform days we went in like everyone would have been like everyone who didn't really know about sneakers would have kind of been like laughing like what are you wearing like like yeah, 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 yeah. all of that all of that spiel and then two years later they all had them when they were accessible and we we had moved on by then um but like sometimes it's just like people don't like often if you're the first one to be different in an environment people then start to think actually like i can be different as well like, I, i've got my own taste i don't have to they start allowing themselves to make decisions rather than just to follow think, yeah, everyone else freely yeah yeah and then what you were saying about um how i like to use like og models and models that are maybe less less hyped and then making them hyped. I I only work on shoes that I actually like. Um, and I I'm into mostly OG Air Max being from in and around London. That yeah. was just what I kind of grew up with and it kind of became kind of me uh, in a way. Um, and I love to do shoes which aren't obvious to do. So often you see now on social media everyone dying shoes that kind of make sense to die so you, you got quite a few people die to be fair i died the stussy um air force ones and they were quite obvious to do but yeah you've yeah. got a lot of people dying them and they died great by the way um you, oh, that, uh, they, you so get, good. they were perfect yeah they were a great canvas to do um you get people doing the protection pack a lot um and i get a lot of people asking me to do like any triple white shoe when it releases. Um, but for me, the best pairs that I do are the ones which I didn't, I like, I didn't even think about doing and then I do them and then they look so good or they look completely different. So maybe even like the off white fives, but the gray ones, like I wouldn't, you might not have thought that that could change much because it was so dark. The result in the end was was really different to, to how it started. Um, yeah. So for me, I like I like kind of reminding people about shoes as well that that maybe didn't get enough time in the spotlight. No, hundred percent. Whatever reason, we've got a lot of questions about silhouettes. Like I've got a whole section written down here of questions, all about kind of yeah, design and silhouette and things like this. Because you've almost kind of started to answer a couple of them, like as as you've been kind of talking yeah. about that. Because someone asked, or a couple of people asked, like, how do you go about picking a new silhouette to work on? You obviously said there, like, it's kind of the the shoes that you like. Is there anything else that kind of goes into the selection of like a new silhouette that you work on, or is it just kind of would I wear this as your main kind of driver? My main driver is like I just want to create something yeah. sick. Um, and obviously my perception of what is what looks good is the shoes that I like to wear. Um 
So I just try, yeah, I try and think outside the box as well. And I, and I, I, I look for silhouettes that will have a kind of, that I can, I can make better. So there might be a lot of good, good silhouettes out there that I could die and they'd, they'd look good, but I don't, I often, I often don't want to do a pair of shoes that's already too perfect because I feel I can only make it worse. So like for me, the best shoe I ever died, probably material wise was the CDG 95s because they released, they had their moment, but they were quite forgotten about. Um, they were fairly accessible for me to get. Um, and like the range of materials in them was perfect to die and perfect for my gradient. Um, also, yeah, Air Max is, is just perfect for my aesthetic because I was almost inspired by them in the first place. So the gradient works nicely. Um, and then, yeah, they, they turned out great. So I just kept on adding to it. Um, but then there's certain silhouettes like the Jordan 1, which I, I, I have actually died, but I never showed them to the world. But I, I wouldn't, I don't feel, uh, I never would like to really die a pair of Jordan ones. Cause I just, I, I feel like it just doesn't work with my style. Um, and I don't feel too connected with that pair. I feel like that, I, I, that I leave that pair to the American artists. Like I, I stick with the UK. Yeah, I try yeah. to stick with the UK, um, stuff and the stuff that I'm wearing, uh, every day. I'm going to kind of evolve a little bit of a question that's been given to us because you've kind of almost yeah. explained a little bit there. Like we were asked, what are your thoughts on silhouettes and their importance to your design? But like uh, with that, I'm going to ask the question, what are your thoughts on silhouettes and what is their importance on the way that you are inspired? You were just saying there, like obviously Jordan 1s don't kind of suit your yeah. brand almost like yeah. how does the silhouette itself influence how you are working on it if that makes sense yeah so every pair of shoes is, is is different material so i have to kind of analyze how i have to analyze every pair differently uh, and a lot of the time i might not have worked on that material before um but the silhouette is is 90 percent of the work so like i I kind of cheat in a way with my work because I choose, I, it's almost curation as well because I'm choosing shoes that are already sick and I'm just adding my, I'm putting my point of view on it. I'm almost collaborating with it. Um, so the decision of the shoe is, is very, very important. Yeah. What are what what are the, the the kind of best and worst silhouettes that you've worked on? That one came up a lot. Like a lot of people are yeah. asking, what is the best silhouette you've worked on? I know you kind of answered there that you said it was the the CDG ninety five. Um, maybe you get like a, maybe if you can give us maybe like a second best or something yeah. like that. But what's the worst? What's one that you've been like, this is going to be sick, and at the end so, you're like, yeah, this ain't it. Oh, it depends. What, if that's what you mean by worst, then well, t t take it in however way you want. Like just because my my definition think. of worst is what I enjoy. So like the silhouettes that I like to do the most are the ones I enjoy the most. And they're usually the ones that look best, but my worst silhouette to do is the dunk, but that's purely because I hate doing them. Oh, right. Okay. But they, they, actually, <laughs> they look, they look good when they're done. They actually, they look good, but I hate doing them because they're so hard for me to do. Uh, they take so much longer than other pairs um, because of the color blocking. I try and keep parts of the shoe white, which is, 
is tricky. Um, and I feel like they're not, they don't look as good as the effort it takes to go into them. And that's why I don't enjoy doing them that much. Whereas like uh, the Jordan 5, uh, to be honest, any of the off-white, uh, the 10, or like any of the off-whites with that cool kind of synthetic meshy material, perfect to dye. That It turns out so sick. Um, but I've only been able to work on the fives. Um, but yeah, they died amazingly. Um, and then 95s in general are, are my favourite to do um, because I love the shoe and I feel the the design and the silhouette of the shoe already has the sort of graduation of it is like a it's like a yeah it's gradient almost yeah, yeah. so the gradient works perfectly on there um, and then there's shoes like the TN which I love and I feel like my um, my aesthetic would be perfect for that shoe, yeah, yeah. but they're, they're very difficult to do. Um, so yeah, I, I, I tend, I tend not to do too many of those, but I'd like to do more. I mean, you say that, I mean, one of the shoes that, I mean, you did the, the Supreme TN. Yeah. yeah. They were the dust yeah. kind of color. That's probably one of my, yeah. One of my favorite ever pairs. But yeah. you were saying there about like dunks, like it's almost like return on investment, right? Like the amount of time yeah. and effort you yeah, have yeah, to put yeah. on the dunk. Whereas, yeah, whereas the dunk might, the, the dunk might look good, but you might have had to put twice as much effort as like a CDG 95, which looks sick. So it's that kind of return yeah. on investment, isn't it? It's literally, like your time literally. is worth money at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is like from what you've posted on your stories and what kind of we've seen go out to different people, I've seen that CDG pair in different colorways and it almost looks like a completely different shoe oh, yeah. it's just fantastic yeah, yeah. like in yeah. like so you can tell the materials um and i've spoken to you before when you've put pictures up about like how was this shoe to die because some of them i mean somebody posted a picture up of the basement 2002 r's yeah. new ballot and like you said to me they're, they're oh, basically yeah. waterproof like... yeah they're fully waterproof they're, <laughs> what do you, like, what, how do you die a shoe like that they are so waterproof and when when I uh, I started on them for a good like half an hour, I was just I was just thinking shit like I've I've ru- I'm starting to ruin these because some of the dye is kind of penetrating, but some of it's just not. But then eventually it just eventually they're like they just the waterproofness just kind of just yeah, wore the, off. The shoe just gave up. I defeat I defeated it, and uh, yeah, they they <laughs> ended up looking good. But, yeah, they, they did. Cool. Well, that, but... that kind of leads on to another question. So uh, I think someone asked, uh, what happens when you mess up on a project? Like you were saying there, like you're on the verge with that yeah. basement kind of 2002 R being like, shit, I've messed this up. Like, what do you do in that instance where you're like, almost, this is not the same as what I thought? Okay. So like almost this, like so many times, like I, I'd say like some of my best work has been a mess up. Like I've messed yeah. up a shoe. It's not, it's not going how I want it. It's actually looking not very good in my eyes. And then when I get to that point, I always just think, fuck it. I'm just going to completely freestyle here because I've got nothing to lose now. I'm just going to do anything. I'm going to, I'm just going to look at the dye colors I've got in front of me and just start throwing anything on, start doing all sorts. Um, and sometimes I add to it and I add to it and they, and they end up looking 
so good and like so unique because the result of getting it was so random. Yeah. Um, and it's like, wow, like, like I could have never thought of creating that. So it, it it's nice. But then the only problem is I can't recreate them pairs. And that's well, often yeah. the reason why things remain a one-of-one one sample and, I, and I'm like, I'm not taking commissions on these because I know that I can't recreate it as, as well as that or the same as that. Um, but there has there has been times where I've um, I've made a pair of shoes and they haven't come out good and that's it, they're done. So when uh, I had the task of... So when I found out Lil Yachty was uh, coming to London... Um, I knew I just wanted to make him as many pairs to show as possible. So I started to make like five, six pairs. I sourced this one New Balance 992 from the US. They're expensive. They're a very like random colorway that I hadn't really seen before. Um, and I went for a bit of a tricky dye and they just didn't look good. And then I kept adding to them and they were getting worse. Oh, no. And so I was just like, you know what? I'm not giving this to him. So I just gave them to my brother. So my brother has them now. Um, and then I've had a few pairs like that where I'm doing them for a big name and it might be the first time I'm doing that colorway. And then they're not, they're, they look all right, but they're, they're not good enough to go to that person. And so I just give them to one of my mates basically. So I this, don't, this is yeah. kind of like the Lorenzo equivalent of like, you know, when people go into like outlet stores and they see like this sick, yeah, 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 yeah. sick colorway that's yeah, never yeah. actually made it to shelves. Yeah, like yeah. there's going to be, there people, are quite a few of those. There's yeah. going to be people in like 10 years time that are going to like be moving house and just think, oh, I'm going to get rid of this shoe. And someone's going to have yeah. like an original one of one, never posted, never seen Lorenzo. Mm. G yeah. colorway. There's a, there's a lot of unseen pairs. And you know what? A lot of them are actually sick. I just didn't really have the time at the time to yeah. take I, photos. I, I agree with that. Yeah, but both I was going to say, you have, both of you have pairs, yeah. Well, yeah. No one's seen. But um, I, I will say the the one pair. question that I've that I've been asked, like if I've ever posted a picture of my pair, and even when I've reshared some of the stuff that you've done, the one thing that I've had a lot of people of is like, why is this a one of one? And I'm glad you've explained that in the sense, like as you said, sometimes it just goes complete freestyle. And it's like it's like when yeah. you like a chef in a kitchen. If you go off recipe and you start throwing stuff in and you just create something amazing, if you haven't written down exactly how you've done it, you're not going to replicate that again to that extent. Yeah, it's just not. Plus, like as as like I, I always say, I'm not a customizer, and, and I don't like to call myself an artist because it just sounds wrong. But like, I guess like I work like an artist in the sense that once I create something, I'm not going to try and make it like. I'm not always going to want to make that again. It's like you wouldn't ask, you wouldn't necessarily ask like uh, an artist who has painted this like wonderful painting to, to do exactly to the replicate same again. It. Exactly the same. You might, they might do another piece. Um, and that's what I kind of like. I like having the power to dictate what I create. I don't like to, to, to just give in to what people are asking me to do because often what I'll show them is actually what they, what they want. Um, yeah. yeah. No, hundred percent. Well, that kind of leads me onto another question that was asked. And I mean, you saying there that I've got the power to dictate like what I work on. Is there a dream silhouette out there or a dream shoe, I suppose, more than a silhouette that you haven't been able to work on that you're like, man, I need to work on that. 
Come on, let's manifest it. Let's manifest yeah, it. We did it last month. Let's do it again. I'll actually be real. I'll actually be real. I feel like I've ticked off all of the ones that I really, really wanted to work on. So there's nothing like um, absolutely random, like not like a, a Lorenzo no, no, G, like there's, Mag there's... or something like that. <laughs> oh, I'd love yeah, to see <laughs> Matt, the amount of dice I'd need for that shoe. I wouldn't. So, so like the problem is once you start getting to these big grails, like yeah, a yeah. Mag or I had someone suggest. I said I had someone ask if I wanted to do Dior Jordan ones. Jesus. I had someone. I had someone suggest I do Yeezy twos, but I wouldn't want to touch any of those shoes because they're too sacred to touch i can't make them better i can only make them worse so um but like no there's definitely pairs that i want to get my hands on i've got a pair but I've, yeah if i want them i can get them so mm. yeah well that, that makes I, sense I, 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 I like that way of thinking of it like you said there's there's some of these things like you said a mag for example just because it's worth the big bucks doesn't mean it's like oh that would also be good to die like that's not always nah, there, yeah. i wouldn't make yeah it would be a shame if I died that. Like, I have seen, like, you get them people who, um, and, like, fair play to them, who, like, will get, like, a really expensive shoe. Like, one guy, like, dipped a, a mag in black paint um, and then, like, did some artwork around it. And he got a lot of exposure from that. And, like, you get people, like, eating cereal out of shoes. Like, I don't like to don't give in to... You don't want that exposure, to... though. Yeah, you don't want that exposure. <laughs> yeah, I don't like to give in to, like, doing something stupidly crazy just just because it will get shared on all the sneaker pages i don't care about that clout i'd rather just do six <laughs> pairs of shoes that sneakers actually appreciate yeah no i can uh, i can fully understand i mean yeah. i love the fact that you're comparing your work to eating cereal out of a shoe yeah i mean, I mean it's, I so, it's the social media <laughs> game though like if my work's not getting posted someone uh, the page might be posting something along the lines of that something mm. has to get posted at the end of I the mean, day yeah. doesn't it like the yeah, hands yeah. wheel keeps turning I feel like we've got yeah. to um, say sorry to the guy that said, um, "Can you work on my Trav uh, Trav Frag ones?" Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I, don't I think he's already like asked me as well. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> not happening. Uh, no, but, um, I'll, I'll tell you what though, there, there's still keep some them, like, I mean, keep them the way they are. You said about the off whites there, but like um, like the off white sale fours and stuff. There's some cool stuff I imagine you could do with the I materials would definitely and the, the paneling and stuff like that. Yeah, um, I've got a pair of uh, off white university golds on the way. Oh, okay. So that's an uh, yeah. that's an exclusive one. That's gonna yeah. be that's gonna be a nice one. Do you so, uh, I mean, I know we're just throwing like off white. Um, I know you said earlier like anything from the ten, but I can imagine the triple white, um, or even the the, the black and kind of like bone like white Prestos, like with that kind of mesh. Or do you, or do you reckon that would be almost too too? No, the Prestos would be the Prestos would be good. That's definitely been done a few times though. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. I'd like to do out, out of the ten. If anyone's listening. I'd like to do the 97s. Okay. The white ones. Um, I'd even do the blazers. Uh, and then the 90s. The 90s would look sick. The go. 90s yeah. would look so, looks so good. Yeah. I think even though we, like, there are people that criticise the work that, like, Virgil's done with Off-White, especially with the materials. Like, say, when you start going down this route, and, like, say, with the dyeing and stuff, all of a sudden, all those use of different materials kind of makes sense yeah, you can't it kind of honestly, shows the thinking that goes on yeah you can't criticize the 10 at all you can't it's oh no 100 percent. like like there's always and i find this with my work as well like sometimes i'll produce pairs which i'm not too sure about i think some people might like it some people might hate it sometimes i produce pairs which i know are sick but you'll still get people 
people who have something to say or criticize and i feel like someone like virgil he gets a lot of that because he's he's the best like he is like there's not really anyone else who's who's done what he's done um the way he's done it yeah I mean, I'm not going to lie. Some, some, I was going to say, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Some of it for me personally, I think what on earth is going on in your brain? Yeah, um, yeah, of course. But, of yeah, course. but like, yeah, I, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Like, like you said, it's, it's. And, uh, but no, that sometimes no, is almost the the, the point. I think. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, no one gets to that point without kind of having these visions that isn't going to rub everyone the right way. Like yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. And again, it kind of goes back to to personal preference and things like this. Like. And we do this all the time with the podcast. Like we'll slate a shoe on the podcast, but it's our personal opinion. Like if you're listening to course, it, thinking, yeah. "No, that's sick." It's like, well, cool. Yeah. You do you. Like we argue about yeah. our shoes all the time. I'm constantly telling Scotty's shoes are shit. <laughs> he's constantly telling me mine are shit. Like it just happens. That's just personal opinion. A prime example is uh, the Off-White 50, which I was rather critical of when it first got released with the information. And there's currently a pair sat in my wardrobe. Um, like these these yeah. things happen, and. Um, yeah, you can't, whether you like all the stuff or not, if you are creative and you are a creative, you're gonna, there's gonna be people that don't like what you do. And if they, if course. there wasn't people that didn't like what you do, doing you'd probably be doing something. Yeah. That, yeah, because there are going to be people and especially in sneakers, there are certain groups of people that are very protective over certain brands. Um and you know, and people, and things like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and people will always get really, it's like with Travis Scott doing this Air Max One. There are a lot of Air Max One collectors that are going to be very, very angry at that shoe, whether you like it or not. But there are also going to be a lot of people that really like that shoe. Um, it's just it's a good yeah, shoe. It's completely down to, uh, to different. But also as well, it really is. I think I think it like when it comes to a sneaker, it depends how, how you're being critical of the shoe. So like for example, like the Off White um, Dunk, the fifty, like from like a des design perspective and from the perspective that it was basically a general release. Anyone, if they really wanted it, could pick it up. And mm. it, it's basically a way of owning off-white and a dunk, which is, which is quite a desirable silhouette right now, but for the masses. So like from that point of view, it's, it's, it's a cool concept. I personally don't, I'm not a massive fan of, of, of the shoe. I've dyed it a few times. I'm not a massive fan, but I can appreciate what's behind it. There's plenty of shoes that I can appreciate. Whereas like there's so many times in sneakers, you just see people, they just they're just negative for no reason. Like they're, yeah. they're just it's like you fair enough if you don't like something, that's one thing, but to for something to be absolutely awful, uh, and which does happen in sneakers a lot, you see it coming a lot from these big brands, like just stupid releases. Yep. But um, yeah, I think sometimes you need people need to look beyond just the design of or the aesthetic of the shoe. A hundred percent. I mean, talking about the Off-White 50, I mean, we yes. had we had Jeffrey on the podcast and we were talking about it as the news for that week. And it was me and Scott, like we were amped up to talk about that shoe beforehand. We were <laughs> like, this is dumb. 50 dunks. They all look the same. Yeah. What the hell is this? And then we read the tweet that Virgil had on the episode and my mind, like it was like a penny drop moment, light yeah. bulb moment. And I went, oh shit, that's why he's doing it. And like yeah. on the podcast, I was like, 
No, this is actually like this is actually a good idea. I was this ready to great, like, I was ready to be like this is dumb, this is stupid, and then you all of a sudden get like a new thought, and you're like, oh, that little slither of information can be the difference between you hating something and loving it, yeah. um, and that can be massive. I mean, we could sit here all day and, and talk about like the reasons why we like shoes and dislike shoes and things like this, but I, I want to go back to talking a little bit more about you, Lorenzo, because as we start talking, like there's been a couple of name drops, like you said about the fact that like you wanted to do a, <laughs> a few pairs for for yachty and we've spoken about virgil and and kind of some of these people like this who have, have reposted you on instagram and uh funnily enough just before we hit the record button we were talking about the fact that you had a, a an amazing shout out on the complex uh, sneakers podcast yeah so like you've, you've done all right in the in your career so far mate as a designer but um let's talk a little bit about you talk about your career aspirations things like this a lot of people were asking what is your proudest moment we've said here about how you've had a change in following and you've had a journey since coming on the podcast last but has there been like a pinpoint this is my proudest moment um it's difficult to it's difficult to to choose uh like one moment we'll we'll, Um, we'll make it a little bit easier for you you don't have to say coming on the doubled up podcast like you don't have to say (laughs) that one to be fair that was actually that was actually a proud moment (laughs) at the time no Um, stop it Keep going. <laughs> no, no, I'll, I'll be honest i'll actually be honest it was because like for me like proud moments are something that i can um easily like, my, my my close friends and family can can digest yeah, so yeah. like even when i did pairs for maybe like one of the biggest artists in the world um and i told my parents like they don't really know who that is they don't really understand the weight behind it so I don't so it, it's like it's I know it's I know I, I feel proud of myself but like it's always like your family and friends you want to share that proud, yeah you you want them to be proud of you so um I think for me like uh, Selfridge has recently put the uh um Adidas yes shoes that I died um for them it on display uh, and yeah shout out to Aman because he was behind that um and like the the display they put in was so nicely executed with like a nice bio on the front um so just to be able to like yeah go back and show my parents and tell them about it um like that's kind of like probably the proudest moment because they obviously know what selfridges is like um and they know that it's uh yes the pinnacle really for for london um fashion um so yeah, it, it's the moments that I can share with my family rather than the uh, the obvious ones. Talking about that shoe at Selfridges, it was actually quite funny. The other week I was going in there to pick a pair of shoes up and um, we were like stood by the little Adidas table where they've got your like shoes on display. And um, I was, me, me and my girlfriend were there and I went, oh, Lorenzo did those shoes. And when she went, yeah, 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 okay, cool. And I went up to the till to um, buy my shoes and I came back and she was still stood by the display and she went, he actually dyed those ones like they're on display and i was like yeah that's what i was trying to tell you like, obviously she knows, she, she's not into shoes but she knows who, who yeah, yeah. she knows who you are because obviously you've done the shoes for us you've come on the podcast we chat a lot things mm. like this but it was like she was gassed at the fact that your shoes were on display in selfridges yeah. and it's like little things like yeah. that are really cool yeah I yeah and like i find it i find it cool as well for me when like people who aren't into sneakers who i know will like they'll message me like really excited about something they've seen like like for example that or they'll they'll see like a random page that they follow might post my work and I might not even 
know or, or be too proud about it but the fact that it's it's reaching people who aren't really into sneakers and, and they're seeing it that's quite a cool cool thing for me it's like so i mean i had very similar like when i've like obviously like i'll share some of the stuff and even when i'm scrolling down you know um my fiance when she's kind of looked and she even she will like sometimes be like wait is that is he is that a pair with like like i don't know i'll kind of i'll reel a list off in a minute i guess but i mean when it's like say like when it appeared on like virgil's story and she's like hold up is that like the guy that does off white and i'm like yeah and she doesn't like she will say like she doesn't know much about shoes and she's even she's getting excited and then when it's when you get a picture from one of your friends and this is what happened i got a picture sent to me from one of my friends because in my group of friends i'm known as the shoe guy and (laughs) um, as a few of us probably are in our groups and you know you get sent a picture through that's might have been on like soul supplier or something and he's like do you know what these shoes are and where i can get them and i was like i know where you can get them i know what they are but you ain't getting a pair (laughs) and and then and all all of a sudden and i have to explain like what they are and all this and he's like oh yeah and it's like even even people that aren't that like their clothes and like stuff on a kind of a general basis but not as deep into it as i guess as we are but when they're starting to go I want a pair of them. Yeah. That's when yeah. It, it hit home a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always the real life stuff that that gets me excited. Like, I can be chatting to crazy people that blows my mind, but I, I don't even get excited about it because it doesn't actually feel real, mm. like, on social yeah, media. It only feels real when it's real life, so... Mm. I feel like we need to kind of big up the people that you've done stuff for because you're so underselling all of this. Like, <laughs> I just I just want to say, like, when I was kind of going up and putting up some promo pics, like, when the last time you came on, we were saying about, like, people you'd like to do stuff for and, like, all of this. And now the list is ridiculous, um, to say yeah. the least. Like, I mean, for one, I mean, you mentioned Yachty, which has obviously come up. Um, that was, yeah, that was we've mentioned um, Joe LaPuma from complex yeah, who he, gave you the shout out yeah i just want to say he is the realest guy i've i've dealt with like such a just a normal guy but a proper sneakerhead uh and he always where he like where he can like he'll plug my 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 work and, and show people about my work and he's yeah he's got me he's got me a f- few clients as well but yeah such mm. a great guy i mean Eric Eric Fargaland, i.e. the guy who set up sneakers and stuff. Um, again, somebody if you know, you know. Um, Honestly, he again. Like, I, I I hope I don't have to do this on everyone, but again, he is a legend. <laughs> he, is an, I... he is an absolute legend. I, I know. I just need to say, like, when I first uh, linked up with him uh, on Instagram, uh, he bought a pair of uh, CDG ninety fives off me, um, and then he was like just asking me about myself and like he he set up a call with me like he gave me like an hour and a half of his time just to talk about sneakers what I wanted to do to find out about my journey and since then he has like given me so much advice given me so many opportunities like he is a like a real man of of, of the culture mm. he, this is the thing it, there are people that like say we can reel off these big names and like say you you've appeared on people's Instagram stories, such as Virgil, you know, you've appeared on there. Um, obviously, like people like Sally Sneakers, kind of influencers and stuff. But people like Eric is 
like I say, I guess if you know, you know type of thing. Um, yeah. Because he's not the most um, kind of the, the the most influential name, I guess, kind of in that. But not, not, like not say, he's not a celebrity. Yeah, yeah not he's face. not. He's yeah. not. He's not the face, and he is. He's very understated. This is from the last time the journey from where you said and where you wanted to be to now is like I say, you you've severely understated it, but there are pairs that have been floated around. They've There's been an OG pair of Air Force Ones spotted on Drake's feet that got posted around. Um, that yeah. image was live. Crazy. There was Crazy. a picture on your stories once of Ronnie Feig. I mean, these names are yeah. insane. He ha- I haven't seen... This, so that was from Joe. Joe Joe's good friends with... Uh, yeah, yeah, he's good friends with uh, Ronnie and uh, he asked for a pair. And I, I never actually dealt with him, but it was it was a big moment to have him purchasing a pair because i used to queue up for the uh ronnie feig uh asics um and like yeah so to actually have him buying a pair is crazy yeah and i and i think like the way that you've kind of you spoke earlier about like you're not a customizer even though you kind of drop into the kind of customs the week and stuff like that yeah um uh, kind of another sneakhead do you know um i want kind of interest to see where he's going Not, not leon avery um he posted up and he i 100 yeah, percent agree with what he said yeah. the og fade is its own thing in its own right now it's not it doesn't really fall into a category but there is so many people that will try and imitate and try and do similar but never quite hit but that og fade is yours and it is something that will forever be there now yeah now nah, that post was that post was really nice to hear and um yeah, it's it's great to have like my own style. Like I've always I've always kept things within what I liked, and I've tried to just keep things to be a true translation of my taste. And that's why I think I've developed a distinct uh, um, like brand that people can yeah. people can tell my pairs from other pairs. Um, and yeah, it, it gets imitated a lot, and and I'm sure um, it will be in a lot of. Uh, well, I know that it's in quite a few of the of the big big brands' mood boards for future seasons. So like, there's no doubt we'll see the OG fade replicated time and time again. Um, but hopefully, uh, the sneaker gods uh, are, are looking out for us and. Uh, something comes of that because it's, it's too it's too often that um young designers with not much legal protection kind of get used by uh big brands who, who can use them really they don't have to uh pay to to kind of copy um mm. but yeah but you know what though it, it's that old age old saying though kind of often imitated never duplicated and we've seen yeah we've seen people we've seen brands try um and it just hasn't done exactly the same so i, I yeah I it's think true you're safe. it's true you're safe they, it's well, true I, yeah i think on that we'll uh I, I, that kind of like sums up pretty much all the questions um i'm not going to press you too much for for kind of end goal questions and things like this but before we start moving on to our first kind of main segment we've been chatting for bloody ages already and we still haven't hit our first segment but we wanted this <laughs> to be all about chatting about you and answering these questions and things like this i mean one question that did come up a lot was future plans so i won't push you for kind of like the the big meaningful end goal questions but are there any sort of like uh short-term future plans that that we should be looking out or or, or looking out for sorry or anything that we can be keeping our eyes out for I mean, future plans are definitely to 
um, expand uh, the mediums I use. So I'd like to touch um, other other items like handbags, high heels, like other mediums I can put my um, my iconic fade on and 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 kind of show that I'm not I'm not just limited to sneakers, but almost to just kind of prod the industry to wake up because my my goal is to have a collaboration. Um, but I feel like these uh, brands, if you're too involved in sneakers, I feel like they, mm, I feel like you have to earn your stripes in more than just sneakers before they start um, yeah. thinking mm. about uh, offering collaborations. But yeah, the goal is the goal is for a sneaker collaboration, um, which uh, there has been conversations uh, and there has been plans and, and um yeah, I, I won't. I won't speak too much because it's oh, still no, a bit yeah. fresh keep, keep and still a bit raw. Um, but um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm. There's so yeah. Basically, there's nothing lined up. But my goal is to uh, to collaborate. Well, it's fine, mate, because every major brand and collaborator listens to this show on a weekly basis. So I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> someone, someone out there. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I will say, I, I remember back in back in kind of early days, I mean, there was definitely some hoodies and clothing knocking around and they were amazing. So I'm sure if you delved back into uh, some of that stuff. Yeah, now nah, I'd miss. be open to it. I've, got a, I've actually got a, uh, like a, you, have you seen the ISPA Nike yes. jacket? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the see-through one. I've I've got one of those that I'm I'm gonna work on soon. So yeah, it'll be cool to work on um, work on a a jacket. Um, and there's potential plans to work um, with Off White on uh, a handbag and some high heels. But be cool. yeah, yeah it's, it, it hasn't nice. hasn't landed yet. But we'll see. We'll see if that happens. Well. We'll, we'll make sure for, for anyone listening, like I said, for, for whatever those future plans are and whatever we can manifest on this podcast, uh, make sure that you're obviously following at Lorenz.og on Instagram and at studi.og. Um, and I'm sure we'll probably see some future plans and things like this. Stuff that you might not even be thinking of now will probably pop up on those pages. So make sure you're following that. Just before we move on as well, um, I just wanted to uh, clear up one thing as well because there's so many misconceptions, obviously, because people... I keep I keep what I say quite minimum and I yeah, stay yeah, quite course. anonymous. Um, but my name is actually Lorenzo. A lot of people think my name's <laughs> a lot of people think my name is Lorenz. <laughs> <laughs> Lorenzo. When but you... I can't lie. Oh, that's, like, that, that's the exclusive. I've been calling you Lorenzo this whole time. Obviously yeah, your yeah, name. Yeah. And I thought yeah. when I thought when you were about to go oh, like no, oh mate, no, but no. I thought you were about you to say my right. name you is something right. completely random, and I was like shit, I've been calling this guy the wrong name the whole time. My heart was like shit, what's happened? My name's actually Dave. Sorry about that. <laughs> Just... Nah, so funny. A lot of people think of, a lot of people message me as well. Think um, like I had this one guy message me, and he was like, oh yeah, like love your work. He was, he was showing me bare love, and he was like. Um, yeah, like in London, we know about you. Like you're big over here. Like because he thought that I was, he thought that I was from the US. A lot of people think I'm from from prop, uh, like a proper Italian. Uh, and like they hit, they message me in Italian, like, and I have to reply, like, yeah, I'm, I'm not a real, not a real one. <laughs> oh, Just half. 
there we go. We, there we go. We, I, I like the fact that we finished there on all the important stuff. Like we've yeah. covered, we've covered like design and all your work and your accomplishments. And it's like right, just before we move on, my name is Lorenzo. I'm not born in Italy, <laughs> and I'm actually from London. But let's just clear. <laughs> yeah. Let's just clear the. Let's Sorted. just clear the bio up. <laughs> not gonna lie, yeah. Dave. Dave. Og doesn't have the same ring to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh dear! Well, I definitely think on that bombshell we're going to move on to the to our first segment of the week, and um, the first segment that we're, we're going to move on to is a segment we call Shoes Rounds. Every single week, uh, we spend a little bit of time reflecting upon some of the biggest news stories that have been bouncing around the internet over the last few days. Um, this week, it is me taking Shoes Rounds. So, without further ado, I'm passing over to me for Shoes Rounds. <laughs> Okay, so Lorenzo, this has happened to you once before, but it's happening again. You've been taken out of the Doubled Up Podcast studio and you are now in the Shoes Round studio. And for anyone listening, I am your lead anchor this week. Uh, We only have one news story um, this week, but it's a little bit of a mind-boggling one. And that is that Nike, or Nike, however you want to say it, are possibly joining the metaverse. Uh, Something that is obviously very, very spoken about, uh, the metaverse and NFTs and all of that jazz, things that I really have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, Obviously very, very popular uh, as of late, but Nike uh, appears to be preparing to join the metaverse after basically filing several new trademarks for branded virtual sneakers. Um, Part of the process, Nike registered several of their iconic logos, including the Jumpman logo, the sneakers logo, and Just Do It to be used for downloadable virtual goods, namely computer programs for use online and in online uh, virtual worlds. Um, we haven't had any sort of like solid confirmation uh, for the reasoning behind the trademark. Like there's no, no sort of like plans to say what they're actually going to do. But earlier on, um, I think kind of within the last month or so, uh, Nike actually advertised a few new vacancies, one for a virtual footwear and virtual material designer. And if you look at the actual intricacies of that role, it says the roles include creating visual material concepts using using 3D tools um, and will fall into the company's digital product creation group, which focuses on what Nike calls digital and virtual revolution um i'm not gonna lie lads i have no idea what i've just said to you because it's all gobbledygook (laughs) to me um but what do we think of this kind of move from uh nike uh uh, lorenzo about putting you on the spot too much as a former nike employee um what do you think about this bold move from nike i think it's a very nike move to do uh but honestly as i care about nike for for sneakers and the occasional pair of football boots so I, I really couldn't couldn't really care less about this. Um, I yeah I think I I, I don't have much an, of, of an opinion. I I think it's it's quite a, a weird concept um, yeah. for for virtual. It's almost like Fortnite skins. Like people pay to have an outfit on Fortnite, and I I, I don't know. I, I'd I'd rather they uh, I'd rather they allocated the funds on. Uh, on uh, bringing back like the original Nike ID kind of studio and 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 product, if I'd rather they invested in product than uh, this stuff. But yeah, they're a business at the end of the day, so they they they're always seeking to innovate and find new ways to to make money. So, but yeah, I don't think it's relevant for sneakers. 
Yeah, well, Scott, what do you think about this? I can see you kind of like smirking and smiling up there in that top box. So I feel as if you've probably got an opinion <laughs> on this one. Um, yes and no. I mean, it, it, we've kind of touched on this previously um, with this whole kind of, like, say, NFT thing. And, you know, um, they spoke about it on the Complex podcast. You know, it is one of these things where for us, as you said, as kind of maybe older people um, in the community, we it probably might not apply to us as much but for the younger um generation it might do because as they said like if he if you gift um a teenager or someone even younger like a pair of shoes they'll open them up and they'll be like oh yeah cool put them back in the box and then as you said head back onto Fortnite. if you'd have given them money to, to like if you'd have given them <laughs> money it? to yeah but if you'd have given them money to say go and buy i don't know a pair of travis wands to put on their character they've probably been like oh what dad thanks because that's the way that they almost flex now so to speak like I, where we I said, think we should i think we should be going against that i think we should be trying <laughs> to stop that it, I, i'm still kind of confused about nfts i kind of get it um to a degree the world is going more digital and like i say with there are a lot of things now where it, and it is as you said it's a bit sad where like if you own it on Instagram, if you have a picture of it on Instagram, does that mean you have it? It's like that whole thing of oh, if you go on holiday and didn't kind of put a picture up on your Instagram, did you really go on holiday? This and is, this is where all... this NFT thing kind of comes into it. Because like I say, if, you're, if you are, say, an Instagram influencer, do you actually need to own the product in order to kind of show off on Instagram? If it's just digital, then does, is that, does that tick the box? I don't know. It depends what kind of world you live in, I guess. Like... If you want to kind of go outside and meet up with real life people, then I mean, if all of your clothes are digital, you're going to be a bit kind of yeah. a bit weird. You um, say this, around. you say this though, yeah. but um, I actually, because I'm like very anti metaverse NFT the whole lot because I'm I think I kind of come from the same vein as you, Lorenzo, where it's kind of like I want the physical thing like in my hand. I mean, Scott, you were just saying there about like oh, if you buy a kid a pair of shoes, they'll like open the box, put it away, and then they'll care more about what's on Fortnite. I've been sat here the whole time. I had a package arrive today. I bought a pair of um, Air Max 180 Bacons, and uh, I've just been sat here, and the box is open in front of me just off the camera, and every time I'm not talking, I'm just like staring at my shoes, just like, these look so good. So for me, I would, I would rather have the physical thing. Yeah. But... but- What's interesting is this whole concept of the metaverse. I actually saw um, Mark1985, like shout out to Mark, um, reposted someone on um, Instagram. It was Sean uh, Puri, who uh, I probably should know, but I don't. So I'm really sorry if that's the case. Um, But basically, um, he posted something on Instagram. I think it was screenshots of um, Twitter saying, hot take, everyone's wrong about the metaverse. Here's my three-part theory. And he was saying, everyone is wrong in saying that the metaverse is this virtual place and actually saying that um, like it isn't a virtual place, like living in Fortnite, living in Minecraft, living in Roblox. It's actually a point in time and saying that the metaverse isn't this virtual world that we keep seeing is separate from the real world. It's actually a time it's a place in time where at that moment you think there is more wealth in something virtual than the physical thing 
which might sound a bit like kind of gobbledygook, but it's saying that actually the metaverse isn't a physical place. It's more saying that at that moment in time, it is more of a priority for you to own a digital skin of a shoe than it is for you to have a physical shoe. And if you think about the last 18 months, that will become very, very apparent because the fact that we've all been in lockdowns and actually you can't go out and flex to your friends, but you can flex online. So it's interesting. Basically, the theory was saying that actually the metaverse has always existed. It's just been different points in time where we have valued digital things more than others, which I thought was super interesting. I mean, it's very deep. I'm not going to lie. We're, we're kind of yeah, so very deep. interesting territory. But I'm sorry, the thing but it, is, it blew my mind. I was like, that makes so much sense it, all of a sudden. It does. But I mean, it, again, it's that type of thing, though. Like, if I had a picture of a pair of shoes or whatever, like... I know kind of a good friend of the podcast, um, Ty Kicks, has done some absolutely incredible 3D renderings of shoes um, to kind of test out software. And, you know, it would I want that, um, like, would I value that more than a physical shoe? I, what, I don't know what I'd do with it. Like, But that's the but thing, this is, at this time, you're not part generation. of the metaverse. At this part, you're not part of the metaverse. That's the point it's making, is that like okay, right now, you don't value that as much as you do a physical thing. I'll, that's the point I'm making. I'll touch on the point that Lorenzo made then. In terms I don't want to be this... a part of it. No, I don't either. I don't either. <laughs> I never this... want to be part of that metaverse. I want, oh, to be yeah. like, I want to be a real boy the whole time. I want to be, yeah. Yeah. I'll jump in then yeah, when, when we're talking about sneakerheads and we're talking about you know trainer enthusiasts and whatever. And I guess this kind of goes to the point of wear your shoes because... The whole point of a pair of shoes, the bare crux of it is you put them on the feet, on your feet, and they're there to protect <laughs> yeah. your feet. If you've got a digital version, it ain't doing the job, is it? Let's be honest. Um, yeah. So what, what do you, like, at that point, is it, are you a sneakerhead because you've got a wall of digital shoes that you can show off, or are you a sneakerhead because you actually wear your shoes? I mean, if, you, if, you, did, if you did have a wall of, like, you know those TVs that look like the portrait frames? Like if you had a wall of sneakers in those kind of, t- that they look pretty sick. I went to an Airbnb recently and I got very confused. Cause I didn't think there was a TV. The TV was a portrait and it changed. Blew my no mind. I was just about to make the point of like, I quite like you said, Matt, you've got the box and you're opening the box and you're looking at it. And, but then I thought to myself, well, the thing is like, if you've got like FIFA, when people have pack openings, it's kind of the same feeling in it. Like you open the pack and see what comes out. I, I kind of get it, but I think it's, I, I think it's more of a generational thing, to be honest. Yeah, no, I um, agree. I and I agree. think it, the world has changed a little bit. I mean, we've been, I say it's kind of capitalism coming in, but I remember being a kid, like, you could show off online, say, if we were playing COD, like, if I had a gold skin on my gun, you know, you know, you knew. Oh, that's when you, you knew you were prestige level 50 but if you had a gold exactly, skin on your gun, mate. You, the, you were the, the shit if you were prestige level 50. But the problem is, you had to earn that. You had to earn the right <laughs> to have that skin. Whereas now, you just go and pay for it. It's just pay to, oh, a lot of these things are just pay to win or pay to look good. Like you don't. It's literally gambling for kids. Yeah. It's, yeah. Nah, it's, it's bad. It's it's, it's not. It's, <laughs> they can dress it in all the fancy. End. They can dress it in all the fancy words, but it's just for me. Just like I said, I, I completely trying agree. to trick people into something. Trying to trick people into spending money stupidly. Mm. So no, no, Lorenz, Lorenzo, no, no approval. No approval. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. No, no, no. Maybe. I wouldn't. I wouldn't rule that out. But no to the to the metaverse. We we we're staying away from the metaverse. Well, in that case, yeah. seeing as I, I seen as I took the the conversation quite deep at one stage, I'm going to try and like <laughs> drag it out from the depths of the metaverse. 
And uh, I'm probably just going to say that although we, there's probably more to touch upon this in the future, I think this is a story that will evolve as we find out what Nike are going to do. So at the minute, it's all speculation. And what is that? Are, are they just trademarking just in case? Like, because you yeah. see that a lot with Nike, don't they? They trademark yeah. things well, just in case. So there's I think big, there's with, a big I think thing with, with Facebook, isn't there? So yeah. I can see why they're kind of future proof into an extent. Yeah. So, I mean, for now, I think for now, we'll put a pin in it and we'll kind of say that. Um, let's just see where this goes. But I think at this current point in time, none of us are queuing up uh, for a one-way ticket to the metaverse. So with that, we are out of news. Okay, so uh, Lorenzo, we've taken you out of the Shoes Round studio and back into the Doubled Up podcast studio. We're going to move on to our second segment of the episode, and that is Double Up, Double Down. This week, it is Scott taking this segment. And if you're new to the podcast and you have no idea what we're talking about, every single week, we spend a little bit of time looking at some upcoming releases. We pick a shoe that we like, aka a double up, a shoe that we dislike, aka a double down, and a shoe that we think is going to fly a little bit under the radar, aka a sleeper pick. Um, So without further ado scott i pass the reins over to you for double up double down thank you very much um so yeah over to me double up double down and i mean we're kind of a bit of an obscure one this week but um the double up pick for this week is a yeezy i can't remember the last time i saw it said that i don't but... think i've ever said it i think this is history in the making we've never had a yeezy be. as a double up pick it might be, but it is the Yeezy 500 in the clay brown colorway, um, releasing on November 13th. Um, coming in at, at £180, which I'm pretty sure is an increase on what they used to be. They The 500 never used to be that expensive a shoe. It was always used to about 170 I thought, like 160 170 oh, I, 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 I never I thought it wrong. dipped. To, I don't think it dipped to 150 I th- always thought it was like a 170 shoe. Yeah I, yeah, I always saw it as a bit of a cheaper model for some reason, but... I mean, there's not really much to say about this shoe. It is a Yeezy 500 in basically a monochromatic brown colorway. I think we all know what a 500 looks like by now. Um, kind of wide um, wide mesh, suede overlays with this kind of weird um, outsole. No boost. Um, it's just the Adiprene um, kind of um, spongy stuff. It looks good. Um, I, I think it looks really nice. Um, it's very subtle. It's... I know we've kind of complained for so long that Yeezy have been doing all of these monochromatic colorways and we wanted something with color and then they did a load of stuff with color and they and looked absolutely shit. shit. So now we've come back to this monochromatic stuff, but it's really good. Um, it's really simple. It's really nice. And it, it's definitely one of the nicer pairs that are releasing um, this week. So yay, Kanye, or sorry, yay, whatever his name is these days. I've got no fucking clue. I've lost track. Um, yeah, well done. Congrats on doing it right again. You've um, made history. Episode 49, you you've broken through to the double <laughs> up pick of the week. Lorenzo, what do you think about this pair? Uh, I, I don't like uh, Yeezy 500s. Okay. So yeah. that, kind of, that, that kind of rules it out for me. The colorway is nice though, um, mm-hmm. but I, I'm not a fan of 500s. It's very much a, I don't a hate Marmite. Them, but it's a Marmite silhouette, I feel, really with like that one. Because... I know when it first came out, people were like, "Oh, it like looks like a bug, and it looks kind of very weird." And I kind of, I kind of get that. But when I've seen them on feet, they've grown on me considerably. So, um, yeah, they're, they're, yeah, I can, I can understand that. I like, yeah, but I like the uh, how the uh, the browns are all slightly different shades. It works, it works nicely. The colorway, yeah. for sure. Yeah, 
I like the shoe. I, I quite like a 500. Um, I, I, I would never buy one um, because the one thing I think with Yeezy, having seen a few pairs, that I've never really owned a pair of Yeezys. I think I bought one pair and ended up sending them back, which was a pair of 380s. Um, I just think the price point doesn't warrant um, the quality that you're getting. Um, Scott saying there that this shoe is going to retail at £180. Um, I mean, we know how much I love a New Balance and we know how much I love a pair of 920s. Um, there is a brown pair of uh, New Balance 920s that I would rather be buying than a brown Yeezy 500. So uh, th I, I, that £180 is too much. If this was maybe £120 of a shoe, I'd actually consider buying this. But £180 is like, nah, that is too much for me for the quality yeah. that you're getting here. Like, I don't see how this is any more groundbreaking than anything else I can buy at a cheaper price point. So this is, no. I, I can appreciate looking at it on a shelf, but I would never pay my money for this. I think it's overpriced. No, I can see that. And I, I get it. Um, I'm, I'm sure it used to be much cheaper. I need to double check that. But it, yeah, in terms of Yeezy. I don't think it was. I think it was like 170, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, in terms of Yeezy, I might be this, wrong. Is, this is a return to uh, the kind of the good days. I think it's, it's one of the better things he's done recently, so fair enough. Um, but that very quickly moves me on to the double down for this week, which is, funnily enough, another Yeezy. Um, this time it is the Yeezy Knit Runner Boot Sulphur. Jesus Christ. Um, I mean, it's I releasing... It. I rate it. Oh, don't. Oh, here we go. I rate oh. it. I mean, I right, it. just to get it out there, it releases on November 13th um, again. It, now... It, the sole supplier have got the price as being £180. However, Yeezy Mafia have this down as coming in at $350. Jesus fucking Christ. That yes. Could, yeah, that could make I, sense. I, now, I, I'm not going to lie. It's coming straight from Yeezy Mafia. So I'm, I'm saying that that information is probably pretty solid. Um, to kind of put this in context, it looks like the... Um, the Yeezy Knit Runner that we had um, that was kind of that weird yellow dipped sock thing that with a more aggressive outsole and then what looks like an orthopedic ankle support um around the top um i mean i'm not gonna lie if you turned this thing upside down it looks like the top of bart simpson's head um <laughs> it's it is yeah it's does. a very it's a very oh, aggressive no. outsole um i it, this is like it's like an Ugg boot mixed with some like hiking ski thing. It's very yeah. bizarre. It's an Ugg it boot is, crossed it's the welly. It's coolest Ugg boot I've ever seen. Right, okay. So you're, you're clearly liking this shoe, mate. So we'll pass straight over to you. Like, what what, what are you looking at here that makes you go, yeah, this is sick? <laughs> I like I like, I like, like the kind of rubbery yellow and how that part of the shoe is all one material into the midsole. I think that's a cool design. Like, for a boot, it will just be pretty indestructible because yeah. now, the of there is another image the actually that was from um, Yeezy Mafia which kind of give gives this shoe in a bit of a better light I guess and um, it it says on the side so with the knit runner it kind of had the sizing so it said size like nine US whatever mm -hmm. it says on this waterproof um, designed yeah. in USA with the size on it so but it is a knitted shoe so it's a waterproof knitted shoe that's, that's pretty fact is, the fact it's waterproof yeah, it is. fair play it is. that outsole I mean it looks I mean it looks aggressive as I mean that is I mean I'm gonna say I like an the angry outsole look. that is an I'm, angry outsole I'm not gonna lie Scott 
I mean, I th- I'm going to throw it out there. I think this shoe looks shocking, quite honestly, because I, it's only. I like the yellow at the bottom, but I don't like the fact that, like you said, it looks like an ankle support on the ankle. But Scott, this you need a pair of these for where you live. You always moan about the fact that you live in the back arse of nowhere and you need something that's waterproof and shit like that. Like this would yeah, genuinely no. be practical for you to wear around where Look, you live. I'll do a pair. I'll do a pair for you. It's waterproof though. I don't know what happened. Um, the, Mate, the one thing, I got the past one, it the first time. <laughs> the one thing with this, and this is the one thing to get one. That ankle is that is a high ankle. Like that is a high cut. But not well, it's, that, the, it's the color. It's the color. Like like I've got a pair of um, Adidas Terex um, walking boots, and they're triple black because you know it's black i mean it's a decent color but not gonna lie like if i'm walking around in the kind of around the fields and hills here a bright yellow shoe it knitted is not going to look like that for very long the only thing that it might be practical for is if my dog accidentally pisses on my foot like other than that it's not it's just not a practical color like it might be good if you're in i don't know like canada where it's nice and snowy and all that type of thing i better be brilliant there it looks very warm and cozy but it I might get, go I, with the mud. Quite sweaty feet as well, yeah, so I don't think it be that great. But it's... I mean, I, this is not a shoe that I I can appreciate, and I suppose this kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier, Lorenzo, about like hating for the sake of hating. Like aesthetically, I don't like it, um, but um, I can appreciate the fact that it is a knitted, waterproof, almost indestructible looking shoe. <laughs> So for, for needs, some people, for some tested. people, yeah, but for some people, this is going to be, I mean, every, every shoe is tested, right? They can't claim it's waterproof unless it's waterproof. Like that's just yeah, like consumerism or goods or whatever. There's some sort of legislation that means you can't do that. But um, yeah, like I, I, like I said, I'm never, ever, 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 ever going to wear a pair of these, but I can appreciate the one thing about it that I like, and that is that it's woven and waterproof. Uh, if I'd go on for about, free, I'd wear them. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, if, if Ye turned around and went, Matt, can you wear a pair of these and put a picture on your Instagram? I'd go, yeah, sure, cool. I'd wear them once, take the picture, and never wear them again. I'd... I feel like this. I is would take shoe. up hiking if I got them. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is a shoe that is probably would be more wearable and more practical if we lived in a different country. I feel but like wait, if we were like in the nice snowy Canada or like you know something like that, I can maybe understand it. But, but wait, do you remember in like the t- 2010 where like everyone was wearing well. All women were wearing UGG boots, and the occasional yeah. man well, was they were wearing made for UGG men, weren't they? UGG boots were they're made for men and surfing shoes. They surfing shoes. They're made for like, surfers. If you look at the UGG boots that they're wearing, they have gone through so much rain and mud that they just That's look true. absolutely deflated. Well, yeah. Like they... if they were all wearing these instead, I think they would look <laughs> a lot, lot better than than, so, than the UGG boots. So what you're saying, so Kanye, ha, the... Kanye's normally ahead of his time. So what you're telling me is either UGG boots are coming back in, or actually he's ten years late he's and he should have done this he, in 2010. He's made the UGG boot better. That's a bold, there's a bold statement. I think this is going to be a di- an agree to disagree with Scott because his face is I, saying like, I, I, you're wrong. All I'm hearing though is like, <laughs> oh, when you said about Ugg boots, all I remember from that time is seeing girls walking through like really bad weather with their ankles Terrible. basically just like kind of caving in on themselves because the Ugg yeah. boots. You could tell the fake, yeah. you the yeah. fake yeah. ones, just... couldn't you? The fake ones. That was a terrible through. moment yeah. for, for women. <laughs> yeah. Really I can't be- yeah, I can't believe they did that. 
not a good time for footwear. At and they cost like two hundred. They cost like two hundred pounds. Yeah, they're not, not cheap. cheap. They're yeah. well expensive. Yeah, no, well. not cheap, but. I mean, there we go. There's our thoughts on that one. So on that note, I'll move over to the sleeper pick for the week. And I've, I feel happy with this because I've got a GR as the sleeper pick. There we go. Um, yeah, nice pair. It is the New Balance Made in UK 991 in the brown with navy and grey colourway. I mean, it is a essentially a New Balance 991 with some absolutely lovely looking suede, brown suede panelling with um kind of a like a very i mean it says navy and i mean i'm quite colorblind so maybe it's very navy but it kind of like almost like an off navy kind of color it looks kind of gray with these kind of gray panels over the top i I don't know what that mesh color is whether they call it navy or what but whatever it is it's a lovely color um and it works really well with this brown it's a made in uk so the quality is going to be fantastic it's a 991 which I feel like is quite underrated in like the 990 series. Um, Probably my favourite New Balance. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're really good. Like I said, we've seen some really good ones this year, like the Run the Burrows, the Patters. Been some really good ones. Slam Jam. Yeah. Yeah, The Slam Jam Um, 901 was good, yeah. I think they've just kind of flown under, but these are for a GR. And I'll shout out um, Ash Bash um, because I saw him um, post some pictures up and like um, him and the Half Size Up podcast met up. And they were all wearing New Balance. He was wearing a pair of GRs and his stood out so much. Like, they looked phenomenal just as a GR. They I were mean, just... Nice, nice shoes, but he was also... I mean, without going too much into it, we said we sound like stalkers, like looking at people on Instagram, like remembering the shoes that they were... Remembering the shoes that they were wearing. But, I mean, I saw Dean wearing the, in my opinion, potentially one of the best shoes that have come out this year, being that New Balance 550. So, uh, in the green and the yellow, so... I preferred the GR. I thought the GR was better. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Normally, normally, uh, normally, uh, yeah. This is what it's we just one of them. The ALDs. Well, ALDs yeah, I mean, good. the ALDs are special, but can't beat them. Yeah, these, those, they did, and this is the thing. I think that the New Balance GRs are seriously slept on. Shit. Like they are, there are some I'm fantastic glad they're colorways. Yeah, they're sick. They're sick. It's a nice um, shoe. I might buy. I actually might buy these. To be fair, but do you know what I would do? I would take out the laces and I would put in um, some uh, sail flat laces yep. instead. Sometimes I find I don't like the, the laces I get with New Balance. They're, sometimes they're a bit thin. I find. I, um, I find it almost the other way. I almost find with um, New Balance laces like the the the, 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 the kind of um, the way they're kind of stitched. The way they're stitched together, yeah, they're kind of like thick, it's weird. Yeah, but, it's like thick stitching. But they're not. They're not. Um, ah. They're I don't even know how to explain it. They're not like a... The laces I like are like the Jordan 1 lace, flat okay. lace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like, although they're like... They're thicker, like chunkier, they're not as... Uh, no, it's more like the shape. It's the shape that I don't like. Oh, okay. They're not as like flat and yeah, and yeah. wide. They do, have yeah. a very, they do have a very distinct... Um, kind of yeah look about on new balance laces yeah. i mean I, I really really like these love the 991 arguably um i know obviously a lot of people recently are going crazy over the 992s um i prefer a 991 to a 992 they're very very yeah, similar they're very similar shapes but i think the 992 is a little bit too bulky so i'd rather a 991 i mean you know it's going to be great quality again it's probably this is also probably a shoe that you're going to be able to pick up in the sales in six oh, months 100%. time 
um, for 120 quid or something like that. And for for the quality, it's going to be an absolute bargain. But yeah, I really, really like this shoe. Scott, you've, you've picked out a good one here. Yeah, so I mean, I just yeah, I'll reiterate. They come out on the twelfth um, in the UK, um, and they retail at one hundred and ninety pounds. Matt said about um, pricing earlier of Yeezys and quality. I will say, if you buy a pair of these at one hundred and ninety pounds, you will not be disappointed in terms of quality at all. Um, so yeah, that is um, double up, double down for this week. And as always, um, we'll reiterate that. This segment is in partnership or in conjunction, uh, whichever word we want to use, with um, Tidy Tie-Dye. Um, 30 plus colorways of socks to go with every single pick that we have had this week. I don't think you'll need a pair of socks with that Yeezy knit because you won't be able to see them. But all the other pairs, I'm sure they have a selection available. So go and um, head over to at Tidy Tie-Dye, see what Mike and Alex got cooking up. And I think they've got a lot of new colorways coming for Crep City as well. So keep your eyes out for that. Um, so yeah, it's, um, yeah, not a bad week, not a bad week, we've done well. Well, Lorenzo, this this brings us nearly to the end of the podcast, mate. I mean, uh, normally at this stage, uh, kind of the guest is thinking, right, we've gone through the worst of it. I mean, you know already what it was like to get to this stage. This is how long ago you last came on the podcast. When you were last on, we had the sneaker wheel and you, um, you did, uh, it was your, your challenge was to name all of the Nike silhouettes. Yeah, I didn't do very well. <laughs> no, you you smashed it. You named so many Nike silhouettes. It was something like 30 seconds to name as many Nike silhouettes as you can. We did, shortly after, we did kind of change that because we were getting a lot of uh, a lot of love for the rotation game. But seeing as I didn't want to get to a stage where you're a guest here, normally we give you the rotation game. We've actually had a new game recently for repeat guests. And I thought this game is more suited for you and what we want to talk about. And... This game is called the Situation Game. Okay, so I'll explain it all in a minute. But what I would say, Scott, cue the music. It's time for the Situation Game. Okay, so Lorenzo... This is a new game. We normally have this for repeat guests where they've already faced the rotation game. I know you haven't faced the rotation game, but this just made more sense to play this game with you. Basically, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a series of five hypothetical situations. They're going to be very random situations. They might not make a lot of sense, but they are five hypothetical situations. All I need you to do is tell me which pair of signature.og shoes you are going to wear to this event. Do I, what if I don't have them? Like, do it. Like, you, you don't have, oh, you don't have to owe them. The theoretical. Right, so think of six, all, six, think of perfect. all the shoes, all nice. of the dot OG shoes that you have done. Six. I want you I to like pick the sound one. of this. Well, I think you might also like the the sound of the first situation that I have for you. So I do Lorenzo, actually. Yeah, I do. So Lorenzo, what dot OG shoe are you wearing to watch Lazio play in the Champions League final? Whoa. We're, I wouldn't even be thinking into... about which. I wouldn't even be thinking <laughs> about what I'm wearing. Um, wow. Um, he'd, he'd be streaking be, through I've the stadium without anything on. I've, got a, I've definitely got a pair. Yeah, so um, what dot Lorenz, uh, what dot OG shoe, signature OG fade shoe are you wearing to watch Lazio play in the Champions League final? And win. I was, I was about to say the Com, the Com de Garçon uh, Air Force One Menta, but I, I realise how uncomfortable they are. Um, <laughs> That's the right colour, though. So, that, like blue. Yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'll probably, 
Do you know what? I'm I'm a, I'm the type of fan who likes to get involved in the uh, with the uh, with the proper ultras. Oh, no yeah. violence, but I mean, like, I like to be up for the singing and the cheering yeah, yeah, and the yeah. jumping. So I uh, I'll probably just go purely for comfort and uh, I'll uh, wear the '95 CDG neons. They're like a bulky shoe. I feel like I yeah. could I could be a good. Uh, supporter with them on dark, yeah. dark, dark colorway as well, dark. so you know, yeah, like dark. it's not going to get too stained and stuff like yeah. this. If some beer yeah. falls on your and, shoe, it's not going to be too bad. And I'll be getting a lot of pictures that day when we win, so oh, they'll look there good. There we go, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've already shouted this person out numerous times on the podcast, but our second situation for you, Lorenzo, is what dot OG shoe are you wearing on your very own episode of Sneaker Shopping with Joe LaPuma? That is a sick question. Um, Again, we're manifesting two things here. Like, there's going to be a, a Joe. If you come over to, to the UK, say. if you come over to London, then we've got a guest for you, mate. Oh no, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I feel like I'm putting lots of pressure on you, mate. Wait, I'm wait, sorry. Wait. <laughs> I'm gonna go with a pair that you guys haven't properly seen yet. Ooh, okay. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm going to wear the denim. Um, the recent pair? The denim. I'll be honest, though. If I was to go on that show, I don't know if I'd wear one of my own. Oh, okay. Okay. I think I might keep it and wear an old school release like the Stash 95s. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, nice. I'll accept I'll accept the Stash 95s as, as yeah. an answer instead. Yeah. Fair play. We, we, we can divert from the original. Um, yeah. Well, uh, this next one really isn't going to make much sense. I don't know why I put this question in here, but I thought it'd be interesting. Uh, what dot OG shoe are you wearing, Lorenzo, to go paintballing with your mates? Um, I've got I've got a few ones that are beaters, so I probably would actually <laughs> wear them. The so I've got a pair of the. If you scroll quite far down, I've got uh, the Air Force One Mentor, um, like. 2.0 or 3.0 right. i've got that pair and it's, it's it's beat so that's my shoe if i'm like walk, have to walk like across muddy fields or anything so yeah I'll that's like a good that paintball pair. that's a, that's a good paintball yeah. one um all right then well the next one this is going this could potentially be a big event so uh, what dot og shoe are you wearing lorenzo if you were to go to lunch with phil knight at the nike hq in portland um <laughs> I would wear New Balance. Um, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> I'd, wear, I'd, I'd wear the protection pack. <laughs> Phil Knight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let me think. Let me think. Surely you're showing off. You've got to show off on that event. No, nah, I would. I would wear a. Uh, I'd wear like a dusk. Um, oh, okay. Jordan Jordan Five, just to. Yeah, because I know he's probably not like a, a massive sneakerhead. So like, I'd want something to really like catch uh, catch his eye, catch people's attention. Yeah, break, I like it. I like it. Yeah. I like it. And the last, I feel one, like he'd appreciate it. I reckon. I, I mean, anyone's going to appreciate it if you if they see you wearing that shoe. To be perfectly honest, <laughs> but the last one, um, Lorenzo, what dot og shoe? This is a question we ask of the last one every single time someone has faced this game. Um, what dot og shoe are you wearing if you were ever lucky enough to be a guest on the Doubled Up podcast? 
So is that is that what I'm wearing right now? Yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, I don't know why, why I asked this question. Every time I ask this question, people get really confused. But I, I, I think I'm funny. I think I'm funny. That's the problem here. Do you know if we had if we had a live double? Oh, okay. Podcast yeah, I like that. I like at, that. At, at, at the next Crep City. Oh, okay. Um, or, or or any London sneaker event who wants to do something interesting. Yep. Um, then I would probably wear. The Raisin 95s. <laughs> I'm so because, happy to say that. That's my favourite. Because when I did the first Doubled Up podcast, that was the shoe that I'd just done and I was excited about. People hadn't seen it yet, but I, I told you guys about it. Yeah. that was. And I might have showed you. Mate, yeah. the, when you showed it to me, the pair of yeah. ZX I have that you did for me, I was like, I just want you to do a raisin on a ZX, please. Yeah, I, like, yeah. I need that colorway <laughs> yeah. and I need it on a ZX. Yeah. Um, so no, I'm, I'm very, very you glad that you said browns. that. Those are oh, the, the raisin. It's such a cool colorway. Um, I do yeah, like that, that colorway. T- you've done a lot of great colorways, but to, yeah. to date, that is my favorite one. Yeah, it's but one of um, my favorite. that's it, mate. That is it. Your time is up, mate, on the Doubled Up podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you again, as always, mate. Um, it, yeah. it's, it's one of these things. Until that, next time. Until it, next time. Until next time, mate. You you light up the bat signal, and we'll be there. Don't you worry, mate. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, no, thank you again, Lorenzo. It's been it's been fantastic chatting with you. Uh, if it's okay with the two of you, I'm just going to quickly wrap up the podcast and say thank you for listening to the Doubled Up podcast. Remember, if you like this episode, leave us a five-star rating and review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Make sure you follow at Doubled Up Podcast on Instagram and use hashtag Doubled Up Pod to be featured on the Instagram page. You can find me, Matt, at SWSneakers underscore on Instagram. Scott, tell the listeners where they can find you. You can find me at underscore sneaker teacher. And Lorenzo, roll out the red carpet for you, mate. Where can they find you? Tell everyone where they can find you. Yeah, Lorenz.og on uh, Instagram and Studio G if you want to see the product photos. Sick. Thank you very much. Well, speak to you next time. Goodbye.